You are listening to a recording by Lisa Page from SoulSatisfactionForWomen.com. For further information on events, workshops, coaching, and free products, please visit www.SoulSatisfactionForWomen.com. Okay, so ladies, we're about to start. Welcome to Soul Satisfaction for Women Radio. I'm Lisa Page, and I'm so glad that you're here today. Today we're diving into a topic that uh, can be incredibly uncomfortable, to say the least, but is really, really important to be exploring because we all go through dark times. So today's show is called Dancing in the Dark, uh, Transforming Dark Times into Soul Awakenings and Embodied Empowerment. So um, I'm really, really excited to to share this content with you and also to dive into your questions. So please remember that you can ask questions via the webcast and also you can speak with me live on the phone if you dial in. So here's how today's call will flow. I'll start by sharing with you some very quick logistics so you know how to ask your questions and get the most out of the call. Then I'll be sharing what we'll be covering today. We'll dive into the main teachings after that. And then I'll open the lines up for your questions. So starting with logistics, um, like I said, if you joined us a little bit earlier, uh, you've made the commitment to being on the call today. So please do give yourself uh, the gift of being on the call fully. Turn off all distractions. Um, if you've dialed in by phone or on the um, on the website, you can obviously dial in with the phone number or you can make a, a web call, which is fantastically easy. Um, then all you need to do to ask a question is to press star 2 to raise your hand and then I'll be able to answer your question and we'll be able to speak live. If you've dialed in via the webcast, uh, then you won't be able to actually um, uh, speak to me live, but you can ask your questions by putting them into the question box. So all you need to do is type them in. Uh, I know that it says to enter your name and email. You don't have to do that. You can actually ask the questions without that. And um, once you've typed in your question, press submit and then I will be able to read those as they come through. Um, and you'll probably need to refresh your page each time for a new question or comment. Uh, let's have a look to see if any questions have come through yet. None yet? Okay. Beautiful. So um, that's it. That's how you join in the conversation. Have a pen paper ready and uh, we're about to dive in. So uh, here's what we're going to be covering on the call today. Like I said, the title is Dancing in the Dark, Transforming Dark Times into Soul Awakenings and Embodied Empowerment. And what we're going to explore is how to use dark times as a doorway. Because when you know how, these dark times for you can truly be a doorway to deeper insight, to deeper access to that intuition, that knowing part of you. It can also be a doorway to truly the most profound empowerment you've ever experienced. I mean, dark times are tough. They are excruciatingly agonizing at times. And yet on the flip side of that, 
they can truly be um, a doorway to some of the most profound empowerment you'll ever experience that you can then live in your life from that time period on. We're also going to explore the secret to surrender and learning to love the unknown. That's one of the scariest things about being in the dark is not knowing what you're going to bump into, right? Um, we'll also explore how to let go and free yourself of the past. So people's places, relationships, experiences, feelings, uh, everything that holds you back from truly being here now because that's where the power is. Um, we'll also look at how do you transform why me, why this into uh, a sense of genuine trust in life and in yourself as you navigate these dark times. And I also want to share with you some simple steps to stay open when all you feel like doing is closing your heart, shutting everyone, everything, including life out and probably including yourself. So I want to share some simple steps to stay open when things get really tough. And also, uh, how to use pain as a doorway to your truth. Um, because most times we fear pain and therefore we do everything we can to not feel it. And yet, it can truly be a doorway to a deeper truth, a, a universal truth that you do innately know somehow but may have forgotten and also a doorway to your truth, like your unique truth, which is going to be different to everybody else's. So um, that's everything we're going to dive into today. So uh, if you're new to the show, I'm Lisa Page. Uh, I'm the founder of SoulSatisfactionForWomen.com. And essentially what we do is uh, we provide um, mentoring, coaching, and information to truly empower women who want more out of life, love, and intimacy. And so through that work, I'm a, I'm a speaker and a writer, a sacred intimacy and relationship coach. Um, you know, I could go by many, many titles, but essentially this is the work that I do. And I tell you what, if there's anything that I um, have learned or discovered in the last 14 plus years of working with women and men and couples from around the world, it's what has become my greatest passion and what I most want to share with you so that you can live it in your own life. Uh, if it speaks to you, and that's embodiment. What I know is that so many women come to me and they've read the books, they've listened to the audios. I mean, there's a plethora of information out there, but they're not yet able to drop into their body this um, transformation that they've had insights about and deep feelings about. So um, it's pretty excruciating when you have had an insight about something, about something you want to change, how you want to be, and you just can't get it into the body. It's, um, it leaves you in that place of, uh, of wanting and frustration of wishing and, and really the agony of not experiencing yourself and your relationship or your sex and intimacy, your life, in the way that you most deeply desire. So that's where you and I come in. My deepest passion is around embodiment. Yes, there's psychoanalytics. Yes, there's the deeper aspects, the deeper truths of life and love and intimacy um, through the spirit that you are, the soul that you are. And unless we drop body, uh, sorry, unless we drop mind and heart and spirit 
into the body, then nothing changes. And that's that's where the juice is for me. That is what I want for you is to truly be embodying the you that you are on the inside freely and co-creating from that place the life the love and the sex and intimacy that you most deeply yearn for so i'm truly truly grateful that you're here and um, really excited to dive into today's truly transformational content so let's start by having a look at why it's so important to learn to dance in the dark. I mean, you could lie there. <laughs> you could lie in the dark. You could wallow in the misery of the dark. You could stand frozen in the dark. There are many, many ways that we can be in the dark uh, because dark times are scary. They're painful. But what if you could dance? Like what if you could trust yourself to move freely in this dark space? How freaking awesome would that be? What if you could see in the dark by the light that you are? You know, what if you could see in the dark, feel in the dark, so that you can dance in the dark in a way that is truly an expression of who you are. And this is one of the things that I'm really big on. I am going to give you practices today. I am going to give you insights and tools and things that you can go away and use. And I want you to explore them as I give them and deepen your embodiment by exploring them in a way that is unique to you, by taking them on and then taking it deeper and asking okay if I do this breathing practice okay this is what happens but what if I really go deep with it in my own unique way what happens then because this is the piece around trusting yourself this is what we're cultivating is the trust you trusting yourself in the dark so um, like I said being in this dark space that we all um, experience from time to time and being in the dark doesn't necessarily just mean feeling dark feelings like depression and self-loathing and anger and grief it's also if you think about a dark room there's a lot that comes, I mean, you don't know what's going to happen next so there is fear there's all those feelings but it's it's also a room that holds massive potential and beautiful gifts if you know how to see them and discover them so my invitation for you is if you're in a place of unknowing a place that feels dark because you don't know the freaking way you can't see the path clearly you're afraid of what might be in front of you you um, are confused because you you don't know what you're feeling how you're feeling what to do next all of that, all of those are experiences of what it is to be in a dark room. And I've worked with women, honestly, I've worked with women who have been through things that no human on earth should go through, truly. Such trauma and devastation of body and, and heart and soul. It, you know, um, it breaks my heart just thinking about it. And we all have our own um, dark experiences. They're unique to us. There's no comparing of anyone else's and there's also no comparing of of how to navigate it. But what you do want is the tools, 
to navigate it in your own way. So you don't have a flashlight, but you do have the light of your own soul and you do have the light of your own heart and the light of your own intuitive knowing. So how do you turn them on so you can see what's in that room, the gifts that are in the room, the potential that's in the room, the path that you could next take? So um, the other piece around being in, in dark times is you are facing the shadows of your own mind. And I'm telling you, that is what is most terrifying. And yet, when you do, there is not much in the world that can scare you anymore. When you can truly become an observer of the shadows in your mind, when you can become an observer of what parts of yourself you relegate to the shadow because you don't like it, feel ashamed of it, don't want to know about it, are afraid of it, where you can shine the the loving light of your own consciousness, heart, soul, onto your own mind, onto your own psyche. There's something profoundly empowering that happens because you're facing the shadows of your own personality and they will be different to the next person. Okay, You can be in the same dark room, but what you fear will be different to the next person. So let this be an exploration of your own fears and of what you have relegated into the shadow. Um, I would say that as we navigate these dark times, a lot of the suffering is caused by not letting go. And that's why I want to explore that with you today. You know, there's something in our um, reptilian brain that says it's better the devil you know, right? It's better to stay here than it is to go into, uh, to move right or left because what will I bump into? And we magnify, fear magnifies what could potentially go wrong, right? So we we just don't let go. So my invitation for you is to see where you're not letting go and let's explore today how you might let go because um, knowing how to let go of people and places and relationships and experiences and feelings, when you can allow it to move through you, when you can think about your breath, what happens with your breath? You breathe in, it swirls around you, it nourishes you in all the ways you need and then you breathe out. Why do you have to breathe out? Because... As that breath moves into you, it is nourished, it creates, and it creates toxins. And if you don't breathe out, right, how will you release those toxins? How will you release what no longer serves you? So just let your breath even be a reminder to let go, to let go of this moment, to let go of this belief, to let go of this person to let go of this relationship, this experience, this feeling, rather than getting hooked in because somewhere in your reptilian brain it feels safer to keep things the same. Really feel into how toxic things become when you don't let go. Think of a house and you don't get like... Think of your body. You've got to poo, right? You've got to poo. Or what happens? Your body fills with toxins, right? So this letting go piece is really, really, 
really important. So we will speak to that today as well. Um, I also see, and I've been through some pretty dark times myself, so I speak not just from professional experience of working with women uh, and men and couples, but also within myself and and my son and, um, you know, when he lost his father. I mean, you know, we all have dark times. We all journey them. And you've been around people who have experienced dark times. You've experienced them. Let them be a gateway to even deeper self-trust, to even deeper trust of life. You know, the you know when you go into why me, why this, you know the the victim archetype. Don't kind of um, we all have different reactions to these archetypes that come up within us. Some of us go, well, you know, just suck it up, you know, and get on with it, or you know, um, don't be so silly, or oh, woe is me. I mean, depending on your patterning, the patterning of your psyche and your nervous system and how you were raised and who influenced you will determine how you respond to each archetype. The victim archetype shows up because she wants to be victorious. She wants to stand in her power. She wants to stand in that darkness and shine her own light and find her own way. So whenever you feel that victim part of you come up, don't give her a hard time. Just go, oh, I see you. Okay, clearly there's a part of me that is getting ready to be victorious. Does that make sense? It's a really beautiful way of being with what comes up for you rather than bemoaning it or rather than making it wrong. Yeah? Okay, so the other thing we're talking about is how to stay open. You know... We talk about a lot in the work that I do, the feminine in body work, how do you stay open and how do you stay closed? And essentially what that means is this. When you close, what happens? Your heart closes. Your mind closes. So you have a narrower perspective. You get hooked into one way of thinking about something or you shut it out, right? Um, your heart closes. Then what does your body do? your body closes, your breath shuts down, it gets shorter and shallower or you don't breathe at all. I know that's my pattern. When I go into a fear mode and if I close, I just stop breathing. (laughs) And, you know, sometimes my partner will have to say to me, are you breathing? And then I go, oh, hang on. Okay, and I notice that it happens when I go into fear, when when I close. You know, thankfully with all the practice, I can now bring myself out of it pretty quickly. But, you know, let's face it, you could close for a years, right? You could close for years or months or days or weeks. So your recovery rate is what's important. You're not perfect, neither am I, God Almighty. <laughs> but use these tools to reopen and here's why. When you cultivate your capacity to stay open, in the dark, when you don't know, when you're facing your fears, when you feel scared, when you feel alone, anything that is triggering you, when you can learn to stay open, so your body is open, your heart is open, your mind um, is clear and open to all perspectives, right? 
that's when everything changes because you see the gold that is there to be mined and you're able to uh, embody the transformation that you most desire in that. When you don't, when you shut down, although it feels safer to some degree because it's freaking scary to be open when you're triggered, when you feel scared, right? You're very vulnerable, but vulnerability is an incredible strength. And I just heard a quote yesterday, which I wish I could remember who it was by, but essentially your vulnerability is your greatest strength. When you do shut down, what happens? Your mind shuts down. You can't think of any solutions. You're stuck in your old patterns, your old way of being. There's only one path of thinking. You shut out all other possibilities. When your heart closes, you forget the love you are. You forget the the, the beauty, the the preciousness of life. I mean, you know people who have closed their heart. You know, look at the Grinch. You know, that's a great character of someone who's closed their heart, right? Grumpy, cranky, unhappy, miserable, ripples that out into the world. Closure, right? So you cut yourself off from remembering the love you are and you cut yourself off from this life force that's moving through you all the time. That is the essence of the very breath you're breathing. So learning how to cultivate openness in the situations where you would feel most closed, that, that is a gift. That's truly a magnificent gift to give yourself. It really is. So dark times can show you your truth. And like I mentioned earlier, your unique truth, your truth is unique to you. Yes, there are universal truths, but how you feel those, how you experience them is different. Otherwise, why would we have all these different paths to the divine? Otherwise, why would we have all these different modalities in the new age? There's tapping this, there's, you know, somatic that, there's, oh my goodness, right? Why? Because there are universal truths that live and breathe us and there are us unique beings. Every everybody is a unique body, unique heart, soul. And so my invitation for you is to take the tools that I share with you, the practices today, and really explore them for you. Just as I invite you to explore these darker times, to know what is true for me in this? What is no longer true for me that was true for many years or was true for me yesterday what is true for me in this moment what is this true for me as to what I'm thinking what I'm feeling what I'm believing what is true what is true for me in my own unique way of seeing things exploring things really it's really important and then you have greater much greater compassion for all these people in the world where you think what the fuck are you talking about they're talking about what's true for them. Just as you're talking about what's true for you. So here's my question for you. What if this situation, this dark time, was created specifically for your soul awakening? To remind you of who you really are. To remind you of the power with a capital P, of the love with a capital L, of the freedom with a capital F, that you are. 
you know, I always remember reading this beautiful story to my son, um, and the name of it is Escaping Me in This Moment. Um, Soul in the Sun, I think it is. You'll know. You can email me and let me know so I can correct it. Um, and essentially the story goes, short version, is two little souls up, upstairs in heaven and, you know, they're beings of light and they're living in the land of light and um, one of them says, I think I want to embody, I think I want to go down there and be human. And some of the souls are going, why on earth would you want to do that? Like it's, it's dark, it's heavy, here everything moves at the speed of light, you know, you, you are total freedom. Um, and he said, I don't know, there's just something, I, I really want to experience what it is to be this total freedom, what it is to be this light in that body down there. And so he goes to God and says, you know, I want to do this. And God says, okay, but you'll need some help. And this other little soul comes along and says, I'll help you. And, you know, he's like, really? Would you really do that for me? Because it seems pretty shitty down there from what everyone's saying. I'm paraphrasing. He didn't use the word shitty in the book. <laughs> but, you know, essentially he's going, it seems pretty shitty down there. Are you are you serious? You, re you would do that for me? Um, and um, she said, yeah, yeah, I'll do that for you. And, you know, what would I need to do? And God says, well, you know, in order to remember who you really are, you know, this little soul is going to have to do something to you that, um, you know, he, oh, no, no, sorry, 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 I apologize. He said, how do you want to um, feel yourself? You know, there's many different ways. There's, um, and one of them is forgiveness. One of them is, um, you know, all these different ways that we can embody ourselves as light on earth. And he says, forgiveness, that's the one. So this other little soul says, oh, I'll help you, I'll help you. And, um, God says, well, you know what that means? It means you're going to need to do something really awful to this soul so that he has the opportunity to forgive you. And um, she says, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. And she says, well, but, you know, but, you know, I love you. And will you remember that, um, will you, you know, please don't forget this conversation up here because I don't want to hurt you. You know, I, you know, I, but, but I, I will do this to help you. And so anyway, they go down. And of course, what's the first thing that happens when we're down in these bodies? We forget. We forget that life really is on our side. We forget that every single experience, dark or light, is an opportunity to remember who we really are at our source, at our core, whatever you want to call it, right? Soul, spirit, consciousness, freedom, love. So what if this dark situation was created specifically for your soul awakening, remembering, to remind you of who you really are, to remind you of this power, like I said, with a capital P, L with a capital love. So... Let me read you a quick poem for a moment and what I want you to do right now is to close your eyes and I want you to feel this. I want you to feel the resonance of my words and I want you to breathe into your belly. Don't think it, feel it, okay? Close your eyes, take a beautiful deep breath and just allow these words to wash over you okay it's called dance of the dark goddess she's calling you yes you 
She's calling you home, whispering sweet somethings in your ear. Can you hear her? She's the song of love, the dance of death, the fire of truth. In the dark night of your soul, when you're writhing in agony and there's nowhere to turn and nothing else to do, it's time. Time to surrender your feet to her fire. Time to dance in the flames of her destruction. Time to burn, burn, burn in the heart of her crucible and offer it all to the pyre of her love. And when there's nothing left of you save ash, she'll pause for a moment and bow her head in silence. Not in mourning, but to savour the sweetness of you, your life and your death, the death of who you thought you were. And then slowly she'll lift her head with eyes ablaze and that wicked knowing smile and she'll lift her skirt and kick up her heels and dance wildly on your ashes. She'll whoop and holler her incantations of old, breathing new life into your soul, summoning you, commanding you to rise, rise, rise again. And you do. So that is a poem that I wrote as I writhed in agony of my own dark night of the soul and I share it with you in the sincere hope that it that it awakens something in you. So this speaks to trust, to trust and death and rebirth, death of who we thought we were. You know, we're always dying to old beliefs and attitudes. Right, We always change our mind. I mean, what you believe now about romantic relationships or what you believe now about uh, money or life or sex or anything is completely different to what you believed probably five years ago, 20 years ago, however old you are, you know. We die to our beliefs and our old ways of being all the time. And from that death comes a rebirth into a new way of being. We do it naturally. When we breathe in, we inspire. When we breathe out, we expire. There is always death and rebirth of every moment. So just knowing this, I think, gives us, hmm, I don't know if it's hope, but it reminds us that from whatever is dying, there will be a rebirth. Maybe your relationship is dying. Maybe your um, the love that you had for your job is dying. Maybe someone you love, a person, is dying. Maybe you're dying. Whatever is dying, it is dying so that it can be returned to nourish something like the trees fall off like the leaves fall off the trees and nourish the earth, from that something is born. So if nothing else, let this be a remembering that when something's dying, something else is being born. You know, my partner and I, Mo, we work with couples and 
we see, we hold space for couples who are going through a dying. Sometimes they don't end up together because that's what is birthed from the process. Sometimes they do stay together. But can I tell you, is the relationship the same? No, it's died. Who they were has died. And because they allowed that process, something even more exquisite was born. And that is what's happening all the time when you're going through these dark nights. Something exquisite is being born. So, dark times do come in all shapes and sizes and forms and so there is no comparing. For one woman, dancing in the dark could be dealing with something very physical, right? Losing a limb, losing a physical capacity. For another woman, it could be um, something mental or emotional, okay? So how do you use these dark times as a doorway to deep insight and true, truly profound empowerment? The first step is trust, okay? The second step is to allow it all. Remember that how you feel in this will come and go. They truly will come and go. There is no feelings that will remain with you forever. Though when you're writhing in agony, and I've been there, man, it's tough because you feel like it will never freaking end. And that tension that you have around it not ending, the tension that you have around yourself feeling it, the judgments that you have around yourself, all of that tension is what causes the feelings to be caged into your psyche, caged into your body, heart, mind, soul. They don't need to be. If you can learn to allow these feelings to come and go, there's something profoundly liberating about it. You start to realize that they truly are feelings. They just come and go like clouds on a sky. And you don't worry about feeling them so much. You know, you don't feel so much like a crazy woman. Because the truth is, if we determine crazy as feeling something different every second, we'd all be crazy. Because we do. I mean, just for a moment, if you just lay on your back and put your hands on your belly and your knees in the air and you said to yourself, ah, oh, right now I feel... Oh, Tense. And you breathe out. As soon as you've said it, it changes, right? Hmm, now I feel uh, uh, cranky, right? Hmm, and then you, having said that, you breathe. Now I feel right. It's this is a practice I give to women, honestly, because you get to see how often how you feel changes. So it's good to share how you feel with trusted women friends. That's one of the reasons why. I'm so passionate about bringing women together in sacred, safe spaces. And um, there is a program that I haven't actually officially announced yet, but because I'll be announcing it soon, um, I'll say it here. It's the Goddess Embodiment Program. So, so far, the women who have joined it are uh, current clients of mine. Um, and it's a beautiful sacred space where they can voice how they feel and not be judged and not judge themselves. And by voicing it, either with words or through sound and movement, it moves through you. So trust, 
allow it all, allow these feelings. When you get hooked into the feeling, you create a loop in your mind. You get stuck and you go round and round. So just allow it all. And one of the best ways is breathe these feelings, feel these feelings, dance them, sound them, roar, cackle, growl, whoop, holler, giggle. Just express them and they're instantly experienced fully and released fully. The next thing that really helps to use these dark times as a doorway for really profound empowerment and insight. And when I say insight, I mean learning to access the insight, the wisdom, the knowing, the intuition that is always moving through you trying to be heard, right, is to be here now. And be here now in whatever way that works for you. I find that breath is the most powerful thing to bring me back here into the moment, right? So your mind will wander past and future. It's a monkey mind. You think about a banana and you think, oh, about the shopping center. And then you think, oh, I saw so-and-so at the shopping center. And then, oh, that person's right to that person. Oh, and what about, right, that's the monkey mind. Your breath, when you consciously breathe fully, brings your mind to here and now. So trust, allow it all, be here now. Know that your all your soul is always speaking to you. Get to know her voice. How does she speak to you, right? Does she speak to you when you write? For me, I'm a writer, so when I journal, oh, does my soul speak to me. I also have this feeling that arises from the depths of my womb, like from my yoni, from my belly. That's how I hear. I also tend to see things as well. But what is it for you? What is it for you? How does your soul speak to you? Is it whispers? Is it this uh, particular kind of feeling? Really get to know how that voice, that voice from within, because you want that voice to be louder than the chattering and fear-mongering of the mind. You want that voice to be louder than, oh gosh, than all the other voices in the world. This is your life, your unique expression. So um, really get to know how your soul speaks to you. Uh, power is the next thing. Is... You know, what scares us the most about making empowered choice is not knowing what's on the other side of our empowered choice. That's what stops us. If I say this, will my man still love me? If I do this, will I still have a job? If I express this, will this person still like me? We don't know and we'll never know because it's not just about us. We're engaging with life. We can't control what others think of us or how life goes. What we can do and what we must do if we want to live an authentically empowered life where we get to the end of it and go, that was a ride. That was a freaking ride. That was me living my life. If we want that, then we've got to get familiar, get really close up to this fear we have about taking this empowered action or this empowered action, uh, really get close and intimate with that fear so that you can discern 
what is simply fear and you can let it go and act anyway or what is your intuition saying uh uh hold up a little bit here right so with our personal power i'm not talking about putting power over someone else there's a lot of mm, it's tough this word power it's got quite a bad rap and yet the very truth is we are power embodied right it's got i i, I mean i won't even go into all the reasons it's got such a bad rap because <laughs> there's too many but essentially I'm not talking about overpowering someone, but I'm also not talking about shrinking back and forgetting that you have power, power of choice, power of being. What I'm talking about is being in your power so that you speak your truth, no matter what anyone else thinks, so that you live your life in the way that is most fulfilling to you, giving your gifts to the world, being of service in the way you want to be without imposing yourself on someone and without shrinking back. Does that make sense? Dark times give us a huge and profound opportunity to embody our power and most of the time in the ways that we have not embodied our power before. So what is it for you? Speaking your truth, holding clear boundaries, surrendering to not knowing. Do you know what I mean? These dark times give you huge opportunity to explore that. Sometimes you need help with it. And, and you, you know um, it's important to get that support and help that you need. And that's, this is a huge piece of what I work on with women. Um, and you know that if you need uh, guidance in any way, email me, lisa at soulsatisfactionforwomen.com and we'll set up a, a chat to explore where you're at and, and what you want to let go of and empower and awaken and embody. Don't feel like you have to do this on your own, please. It can be very isolating being in a dark space. Please reach out, if it's not to me, to anybody, anybody who will support you and not keep you trapped. Um, so this piece around power is really, really important to explore, right? You collapse in fear and you shrink back and you forget you are power, whereas when you act from that power you are, huh, beautiful, exquisite things happen. So let this be a doorway and let it take you into yourself like never before. So you can feel what's true for you. So you can know uh, that you can trust yourself to embody what's true for you, right? So the other piece is surrender. And what is the secret to surrender and learning to love the unknown? Well, I think part of what I just spoke about in terms of the unknown speaks to learning to love it. You, You know... You've got to love the unknown because we never know. We're in this complete delusional state if we think that we know what's going to happen tomorrow or in the next minute. I mean, any one of us could get hit by a bus. I hope you don't. But any one of us might get hit by a bus when we walk out the street today. And if we do, did we know that? No. We never know what's going to happen. So why are we so afraid of it? Because that reptilian brain wants to stay safe and alive. That is understandable. But the problem with that is you're not just a reptilian brain in a body. 
you're a soul. You're a magnificent, beautiful, radiant soul. And you don't want to just survive physically. You want to thrive spiritually, emotionally, and in all the ways that you yearn to thrive, right? So the secret to surrender is trust, is knowing that you will never know, is knowing that um, there will always be equal pros and cons to every decision you make, right? There is this polarity that exists in the world. There will always be equal disadvantages and advantages to everything you do, everything you say. When you step into a room, 50% of the people will like you, 50% won't. That's okay, right? So trusting yourself is essential. When you're in your power, you trust yourself. When you're not, you don't. So go about the work of being in your power especially in the circumstances where you tend not to be. Trust that the unknown, as freaking terrifying as it is, is actually filled with unlimited potential. Understand that it's just your reptilian brain that is trying to keep you safe. But remember that you are a soul embodied in a body and you want to be safe and... You want to thrive. Does that make sense? So, when you find yourself falling out of trust, here's a practice you can do. Soften your body. Soften the front surface of your body. Relax your body. Do whatever you need to relax your body. Breathe out breaths or dance or do whatever you need soften the body clear the mind be here now use your breath movement whatever you need to be there when you fall out of trust when you fall out of trust um, the, the easiest way for me to describe this is soften the front surface of your body and straighten your spine does that make sense? So you soften the front surface because you want to breathe it in. But you straighten your spine, which indicates a readiness, a strength, a standing tall in this rather than a shrinking back. Um, and then begs the question, how do you let go and free yourself of the past? People, places, relationships, experiences, feelings. You know, everything that holds you back from being here fully now. It's all about conscious choice. Is that serving you anymore? What do you believe today? What is true for you today? You know, Carolyn Mace says something really powerful which I love and it is release uh, let me see if I can, it might be paraphrased slightly, but this is the three sentences. Essentially it's this. I, I know what it is. Let go of the, let go of judgment, let go of expectation, and let go of the need to know why things happen as they do. Let go of judgment, let go of expectation, let go of the need to know why things happen as they do. 
you know, whatever it is that lives and breathes us, whatever it is we are at our core, it's a huge black hole of a mystery. We will never know. It's not something I think that the the mental mind can can wrap itself around. And yet, we have these moments of knowing, or these years of knowing, or these experiences of knowing, of total contentment with being that mystery that knowing that life is a mystery. So bring that quality into these situations where you find yourself stuck, not letting go of something that you know no longer serves you, places, people, relationships, feelings, right? Use your body, heart, mind and soul to move them through you in all the ways we've talked about. Um... So as you look into how to transform why me and why this, you know, we talked about this piece around the victim archetype and when she arises, she's really saying, God, I want to be victorious, (laughs) right? If you want to transform this why me, why this into deep self-trust, you've got to listen to your intuition and act on it. It's really that simple. Because each time you do listen to your intuition and you trust yourself and you act on it, you trust yourself even more, right? Because even if someone, even if you say something and someone doesn't approve of you or it doesn't work out the way you planned, because you know you spoke from your heart, from the depths of your being, and it was your truth, you're okay. You're okay that they don't like it. So cultivating this trust in yourself is, so so essential in this journey and in navigating these dark times and dark spaces so the simple steps to stay open that I really want to share with you um, if you have a question let me just say this if you have a question and you're on the phone line go ahead and press star 2 now to raise your hand Uh, if you are listening in via the webcast and you want to type in a question go ahead and do that now and I will I'll answer your question. Uh, I'll go in and read and answer your question. Okay? So go ahead and do that now. So the simple steps to staying open when you, all you feel like doing is closing your heart and shutting out the world. I know it sounds simple, but it's incredibly powerful. Breathe, move, allow. Soften the front surface of your body. Straighten your spine. Soften the front surface, receive what's going on and straighten your spine. That speaks to trusting yourself, to standing tall in your power. They are the simple steps, truly, to stay open. You know, that moment where your partner says something that really freaking hurts and you don't want to hear it. What if you could still breathe? What if you could still stay soft in the front of your body and straighten your spine and hear what she or he has to say? What if you could just receive it and still stand tall in your power and still stand tall? Does that make sense? The last piece I want to speak to is using pain as a doorway to your truth. You know, there's a difference between pain and suffering and we've all felt it. You know, let's say you're going through a relationship breakup. It can be agonizingly heartbreaking and you can feel that fully but there's a difference between that and the torment 
that goes on in your head as you rehash situations, right? And you fill it with judging, expecting, and the needing to know why, just as Carolyn May says. So there's a difference between pain and suffering. What you want to do is you want to know how to work with the pain to use it as a doorway rather than being tormented by it and suffering it. Otherwise life can become unbearable and you can become so blinded by the pain that you never see the opportunities that are in that dark room. The opportunities for you to grow and expand and embody all that you are. So my invitation for you is to go deep inside the pain, is to create a sacred space in whatever is way is right for you use a ritual use breathing use meditation have support if you need to do it you know something that I do a lot with women in in one-on-one sessions maybe you have someone who's completely neutral in your life where you could just have hold space for you while you go deep inside the pain and keep breathing into it and drop deeper and deeper and deeper until you hit what is naturally inside any any painful feeling. Deep within it, there is a natural opening. There is a natural surrender. There is a natural openness. It's very hard to describe, but if you've experienced it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. A lot of times we shut off the pain before we get to it, but actually by dropping so deeply into it, We touch what is the core of human experience, which is this indescribable love, consciousness, awareness, bliss, right? So my invitation is to allow the pain to be a doorway to your truth by dropping deeply into it. And maybe you do breath work, maybe you circulate your breath, um, do it however it works for you. Being on the earth is, is really, really powerful. But feel it fully. Don't judge yourself and go, oh, I'm being silly because I'm crying or what an idiot, why am I so upset about this? Drop all of that. That's all judgment. Drop judgment. Drop expectation. Drop the need to know why. Drop the need to know why you're even feeling how you're feeling. Seriously, drop it all and just drop deep into the feeling. Keep breathing and opening. Lift your sternum. And allow it all and just be curious about what's underneath. And let yourself uh, come into contact with the essence of who you are, which is underneath that pain. So, I'm now going to open the lines for any questions. So let's have a look. Uh, There are no hands up on the phone line. So I'm going to open... Wow, no questions at all. Does that mean I've covered everything or does that mean you're still typing? <laughs> so if you have a question or, or a comment, you're welcome to leave a comment. Maybe there's a comment that, that shows a revelation that's come up for you, an aha moment or an insight. Um, I will just refresh it a couple of times so we can see if there are any comments that come in. And if there are no comments and no questions, then, of course, we can finish. Let's have a look. Let's see, I'll 
give it one more refresh. Any questions? Last, last call. Okay, there's none on the phone line. No hands up. <laughs> That's okay. Maybe you're... Okay, alright. So in that case, if there are truly no questions, then I will... I'm getting a little bit worried now that maybe there's a glitch because normally we have something... <laughs> Um, yeah. I hope there's not a glitch. I hope that you can all hear... Well, I know you can all hear me fine because I've got my uh, assistant testing. But I'm hoping that you're not asking questions and for some reason I can't see them. I'm going to refresh one more time. If you have a question, press star 2 to raise your hand on the phone line. And if you don't have a question, oh, sorry, if you have a question and you're listening via the webcast, then type it in. Okay. All right, I'm going to take that as no questions. If for some reason you're listening to this and there was a glitch and you had a question, email me. Lisa at soulsatisfactionforwomen.com I will answer your emails personally. They all come straight to me. Um, it's really important to me that when a woman emails me, they know that um, their email is confidential. So know that for sure. You're very welcome to email me if you do have a question. And also join us at uh, on our Facebook uh, group. Go to Soul, um, Facebook and uh, look up Soul Satisfaction for Women. And we have a page, but we also have a closed group, and you're very welcome to join that group where we can continue the conversation and I can answer your questions personally. So lots of love. Look after yourself. Um, and let the light of who you are really shine bright in whatever question um, I've just had. Okay, so you can hear me good. There's just no questions. Beautiful. Um, really, let the light of who you are shine a light in this dark room that you may find yourself in and explore it through that light with the guidance of that light and um, if you need anything you know where I am otherwise I really look forward to speaking with you on the next show in the meantime it's uh, from me bye for now you are listening to a recording by Lisa Page from soulsatisfactionforwomen.com for further information on events, workshops, coaching, and free products, please visit www.soulsatisfactionforwomen.com.